Hello friends welcome back to Sao's Talk we have a great show for you Matt Vivi is here. Sorry for the break between episodes Johnny moved from one great American city to another and in the interim forgot how to talk into the microphone. Or something. Johnny never keeps me up to date on what is going on, I am just along for the ride and then one day he says there's a new Wi-Fi network I gotta get to know like I am only so much electronic livestock. That said, the internet at Johnny's new place is fast as hell. Moo? On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again another fantastic episode of Sauce Talk on tap for you tonight. On the other line, we know him, we love him, we're glad to have him back. It's Matt VV, how you doing buddy? I'm doing very well. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. You like being intro to Matt VV? I can't remember if that's how I did that last time. Yes, you did. I think that helps since I'm not the only Matt. Yeah, we got. I can't just say Matt because that, that'd be Matt Schmatt. Uh Your name is not Matt VV. Your name's Matt Wyans. For now, yeah. For now? You thinking about changing it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a few years or so. We'll see where we're at. So it might be good to do a little refresh on the name. I don't mean you specifically. I'm thinking more of myself. Just that, you know, how how far has this really gotten me? Am <laughs> I really am I living my dreams thanks to the name, or or maybe things would be different if I was Johnny Esposito? I don't know. Just throwing that one out there. Lots of good options. See how the Google search results pull up for that name instead of yours. That's honestly a good cause. Like I generally, there's enough people with my name that. And I don't have like an interesting track record, so I don't get a lot of a lot of bullshit out there. But I, they, there could be a Johnny Esposito that I don't want to be associated with. There you go. Okay. Uh, we're not going to talk about our dumb names the whole time. Let's talk about something better, such as, hey, Matt, eat anything good lately? I have, and I think I'm going to say it wrong. But uh, this weekend I had for the first time uh, panna cotta. Okay. I think I'm saying that right, the, like Italian dessert. Sure. How'd that work good. out for you? No, it's good. I'm not usually a fl- like a fan of flan, so it's kind of like a creamier flan, I think. But um, no, I, I liked it quite a bit. They uh, it was at Gene and Giorgetti's in Chicago, so if you're ever in that area, definitely recommend. But no, it was uh, it was a nice uh, surprise. I didn't think I was gonna like it. Uh, what inspired you to get it? Did somebody else order it? It was like a shared thing. You had to jump in, or were you just like throwing caution to the wind and you just got it? Yeah, it was a shared thing. It's restaurant week in, well, it was re- restaurant week in Chicago. So yeah, it was kind of a, it was a limited menu. So, um, uh, my girlfriend, Aaron had had some in Italy. So obviously she's biased towards it, but, um, no, it was, it was still pretty good here. She, she, she was accepting of non actual, like in Italy, panna cotta. Yeah. Yeah. I was the one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She wasn't, yeah. Wasn't big, uh, big dogging me on it. You know, I've had it in Italy. This is not the same. None, none of that. Did you, did you get that for like every part of the meal? It's like, you know, (laughs) this Pepsi's okay. I guess (laughs) it's, it's funny you say that. Cause, uh, you know, I thought like, you know, it's, it's a nice place. Like, you know, it's, it's steakhouse, Italian stuff. And, uh, the next table over, there was a guy there like with just a can of Coke there instead of like, you know, a nice (laughs) thing of wine or even water, like, Clearly, that's his order, is can of Coke, no matter where I am. That's a sign of a fancy restaurant where they're just like, 
I guess we can help you out, buddy, but it's just going to be a can. Is that like, I can pour <laughs> it into a wine glass if you want, but like, we don't have the soft drink machine. We are not a seven 11, sir. <laughs> it- I'm always like a little, I always feel out of place at, uh, you know, nicer restaurants where like, there's like people who come around where you don't know what their function is. So I just feel bashful of like, Oh, you're here to refill like the water. There's a carafe right here. I could do it myself. So I always feel out of place there. I don't ever feel out of place, uh, places like that. Cause I don't go there. Not welcome. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants it. Uh, Hey, let's talk about another thing involving being in a place where you're not welcome. Ooh. Challenge. Can we do an entire segment on parking tickets? Let's do it. Uh, you ever get a parking ticket? Um, I mean, I, I lived in Chicago for three years, so I, I feel like I should have by now. Um, I think the only one I've ever gotten, and I don't know if, if they did it where you grew up, um, but in where I grew up, they have those laws where you can't be on the street after a certain hour. Sure. So I've gotten some of those where it's like after 1 a.m. You know, I was at a friend's place at to 1:15, and I got a ticket right before then. So that's that's all I got I can think of. Okay, uh, I am aware of that sort of law, but I should note that where I grew up, uh, there's no such thing as parking enforcement or parking sure. laws. Like you can park wherever. Like I assume if you park your car in the middle of the street, somebody would just push it into the ditch and you'd be fine. <laughs> but like uh, where there is street parking. You just do whatever. There's no meters. There's no anything. Right. Have fun. Uh, try not to park on someone's yard unless you really need to. <laughs> so uh, I had a period, I guess, in law school and shortly thereafter, I got some parking tickets. I drive to school sometimes and then mm-hmm. lived in places or that. I, it's been a long time since I've gotten a parking ticket. I guess really what it is is a lot of, like, when I lived in – uh, Minneapolis, we had all everything's just on your phone, and your phone yells at you like, "Hey, you have 15 minutes. Push this button to sh- spray more money into the Minneapolis Police Department budget." And then you push it, and then they take our money and they take that money and do all those bad things with it. So I haven't gotten a parking ticket in a while. I used to get a lot. Um, have you ever come? So have you ever like been close to getting one and talked your way out of it, or you're just like parking legally at all times, except for that one time you stayed on the street till 1:15. <laughs> um that's the only ticket that i can remember coming close to um it's uh the one thing that comes to mind that's it's kind of funny because i think we were talking about it recently with um how to mm-hmm. is the the parking oh, episode God, yeah. so uh we were uh so my yeah my girlfriend aaron lives in chicago and we were just going through this stuff she had uh street cleaning on one side of the street was monday the other street was tuesday so like we you know it wasn't as extreme as that show where in new york they're literally waiting for the street cleaner to come yeah. but that's been the most recent one is trying to avoid street cleaning in Chicago. So I, I've never left my car and got a ticket then, but I've been close where like I didn't realize till the day before. Sure. So that's, that's probably the most I've towed the line. Yeah. I live in Edgewater now in Chicago. And then I was reading before I moved here and people were debating like good things and bad things about Edgewater. And one of them was just like parking blows. Parking is terrible. Right. And like if you have any ability at all to get a place where you have a spot, you got to just do it. And so that was like just the plan when we started looking at this neighborhood was like, if I can't afford to buy the spot with the place or if there isn't one available, then I just can't live there. Right. So now I'm just I'm in a garage. Now it's it's one of those misery garages and I'm like at the top of it. And so (laughs) I have to like go around these circles all the way, like the 
it's 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 weird, but hey, the car doesn't leave the building very often, and I don't get any tickets, so everything's cool. Right. No, that's that's just worth it mentally, just not have to worry yeah. about like finding that spot. I, that's worth whatever you're paying for it. Yeah. Um. Uh, you ever get your car towed? I mean, I, it's going to be a no, right? You don't even get tickets. You're not going to get your car towed. You get your car towed ever? I've never gotten my car towed. Um, but uh, I guess like the closest thing, um, my uh, my my younger brother, my middle brother, lived close to not too far from Edgewater. He was like uptown area, so not not sure. too far away from you. And he had his own spot too, and it was you know a real narrow spot in a parking lot. And uh, it was one of those things where. Uh, I didn't go with my family downtown. They had just gotten a new car, uh, you know, a week earlier. And uh, he so he parked on the street and had him park in his spot. And it's one of those things that when they were leaving, I was thinking, like, I like they should I should be there. Like something's going to happen, like their car is going to get towed. And um, sure enough, you know, they get they're like they're really late getting home. And I was like, uh oh, and I, I call them like what happened? And they're like, well, we tried to park in your your younger brother's spot. He didn't put it the like the placard on our our mirror. And even though he's done it like 100 times with other people, they ended up getting towed their brand new car. That sucks. Yeah. You would think there would be something like intrinsic to like the parent child relationship where it'd be clear that like even if this isn't the car that's supposed to be here, this mm. is the parent of the car that's supposed to be here. We're gonna <laughs> let it slide. But they got nothing. They just got their car towed. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly what happened. I know at one point, like uh, someone who worked in the building there parked in his spot, and he called them, and they got towed, and they had a whole thing with that. So maybe there was some bad blood there with the building supervisor or something. I don't. I don't know the full story, but that's that's the best towing uh, that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, I've never, we are, I, this, I shouldn't have picked this segment, especially with you because <laughs> we were both goody two shoes. We're always following the law, which is a mm-hmm. dumb priority, but it's one we both, we, we, we both have. I'm trying to, I haven't ever been towed. I don't think, uh, now, unless we're talking about Mario Kart, <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Uh, I but like I have, uh, the only time I can think of, I came close. I was. Uh, also, during law school, I was it was the very beginning of 2L year, and I was visiting a friend in an apartment at like, her building. And then I had just moved into a new place, and I just, for whatever reason, decided, well, there's no easy street parking or whatever. It's a busy street she lives off of. And I just parked in the parking lot, and I was like, I bet nothing bad happens, even though this is clearly a numbered space and I don't live here. I don't have any placards. I was, I wanted to go see this lady. So I went in there and I saw her and we were hanging out. And then my phone kept ringing. And the first couple of times I was like, well, I don't know this guy. I'm not going to answer. And so I didn't answer. And then eventually I was like, boy, it seems like this number's called me four times in a row. Now, <laughs> I, it seems way too many times to let the phone do that. But I did do that. And then finally I answered, and it was my new landlord. And he was like, uh, hey, the tow truck's outside about to tow your ass away. Apparently I had a placard from, like, the new place, and I was I had a parking spot. And the tow truck did not want to tow me. The only nice tow truck, truck driver in the world wow. called that placard number, which went to my landlord. And then he looked up what number it was. Wow. And called me and said, hey, you got like three seconds to go get your car. I can't. And then I went out there and I got my car. Man, 
That's yeah. I've never heard of a land. That's I, the best so landlord many story. People, I've ever the, heard. A landlord and a tow truck driver yeah. teamed up to be nice to me. How well, that 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 story make any damn sense? <laughs> no, I mean I'm used to hearing stories. Uh, you know, now that you're in Chicago, like Lincoln Towing is a name that you say that to anyone who's lived there for a while, they shudder at it because their practices are terrible. I think like something happened where the city had. I, I'm not going to talk about legal stuff with <laughs> on here as far as trying to remember what happened, but uh, like a judge overruled like something the city wanted to do because they were just so unethical in the way that they they targeted people. Yeah, I can't remember the whole story. Though. Generally, just like scum. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, anybody out there listening who's a tow truck driver, I mean, it can be admirable if you're like helping the broken cars and stuff. Sure, but in general, you don't want any of that. Um. I think we're going to say we failed at having an <laughs> entirely parking ticket segment, but we can switch this sure. out the tiniest little bit. Are you, how do you, this might be a way we can, we were, we're a couple of good little boys. We don't break the parking laws except for when we really need to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, how about this? I bet you're a good, good at parking. You do a good job. You're good at parallel parking. Oh, Matt is no. flexing with both arms up in the air right now. <laughs> no, I'm I'm pretty bad at it. Um, I uh, so I do parallel park fairly often. I'll park uh, in Lakeview, usually in Chicago, and I've just never gotten good at it. Even though I, I lived in Chicago for years, uh, I find a lot of people have that that like rear view camera that really helps them a lot. Because that's my thing is I I'm not good at knowing like how much further back I have mm-hmm. to go. And I understand the mechanics in my head. I know I like that's the worst part is I know what I'm supposed to be doing at every step, but it's just something is breaking down. I just I'm I'm just never never been good at it. I'm not good at it, but I think I am now okay at it. And I'll tell you, this was a thing that happened I think like last fall, maybe last summer in Minneapolis. I was like, I'm not very good at parallel parking. Why is that? I was like, well, I don't do it that much. Mm-hmm. And I try to avoid it. I like if, if I see a spot and it's kind of tight, I'm like, I'm going to wait until I find an easier spot. And I was like, well, I wish I was better at this. And then I thought about it and I said, uh, how often do I parallel park? Like if it's three times in a week, that's a busy week. Right. That's not how you ever get better at anything. And so one Saturday afternoon, I took my car out and I just parallel parked in different spaces over and over and over again (laughs) and i did it for like an hour and i feel like it my skill at this task improved by 500 percent i'm sure But if you just think about it how long is it going to take you to get that much practice as you could get in an hour like i literally just find a spot back into it fuck it do it again do it again and then like if i was driving by like there's people around i'm not gonna let them watch me and then like after 10 minutes i was twice as good as i was when i started this Did, is how uh, you actually learn a skill rather than like, I hope I get better at it just through age when I do it once a week, maybe. <laughs> I'm just going to continually be bad at it and make myself like ang- get angry at myself for not getting better at it without putting in the hour. Yeah. yeah. No, I, what I, it's, it, you know, I, if you go like meet someone who's from Chicago, like the way they parallel park is just crazy and kind of wonder how much of it is like when you're learning how to drive because they, they, when you took your first like DMV test, did you, did you have to do parallel parking? No, didn't do it. 
they, it was a, it was a requirement on mine, but the guy was like, here, pull over like over here and like, you know, Hey, do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do that? Okay, good. Then keep going. You're, oh, you're fine. Well, okay. I, I, I mean, I think I did exactly that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't actually, I, I, I like pulled into a parallel parking space mm-hmm. that didn't have a car a length ahead or behind. And right. so I'm sure he had a box to check, but we didn't actually like the, the stereotype you see in movies and stuff is like, no, for real. He's going to drive you around. You're like, it's right there, motherfucker. Put it in the spot. You're like, no. Uh, nothing like, I mean, that said, like, I was in Macomb, Illinois for that. I don't know if you can find, you can reliably find a contested parallel parking space in Macomb. I guess sure. you go to the square. You probably could. But yeah, we did, it was nothing. And uh, we didn't do it in my driver's ed class in high school. It just wasn't a thing. Um, my dad was always very good at it, but he was just naturally a good driver and like yeah. that stuff. But I really, I do recommend and you or anyone listening, if, if this is a thing you don't feel confident, like, like I am not good at it, but I have much more confident at it now. Uh, just from like, you, you take half an hour, an hour, do it a bunch of times in a row. It just feels different. You just have that. Like you talk about like that feel of how far back you have or where yep. you want to put your mirror compared to the, when you're pulling, that was my biggest mistake is I wasn't pulling far enough forward before. And I found that out real quick. And, the pieces yep. all fit together much nicer now. If it's a tight yep. spot, am I getting on the first try? No, never. I mean, that that makes that, I mean, to go back to the, the how-to episode on parking with John Wilson on, on HBO. Which, this is the uh, best show. Know. If anybody hasn't, like Matt and I have talked about this before. Yep. I've talked about it on the podcast. It's just the best. I mean, that, that was like a little, I don't want to say jarring, but the, the scene where, so I mean, so the, you know, the scene is like they're, they're trying to move their cars for the street park and get their, their spot back. But what I remember is there was one guy there who was almost like directing other cars. Yeah. Of like He had like his hand movements down of like this and then do this. And he's just like, you know, it, it's like, man, I, that's, I guess that's how you get good at it. Right. Go to New York and park once and have a guy yeah. yell at you the whole time. So you won't forget. <laughs> Uh, when I used to work for my dad during the summers, I would sometimes have to uh, pull the – I would drive his truck and pull like a cargo trailer behind it, and I was very bad at that as well. And uh, especially when it came like I'd get back, I'd, I'd go get a bunch of material and come back. Um, it was the same sort of thing where he would literally like in the rearview mirror just be sure like this is what you're doing. with like, Stop. Like just the mm-hmm. entire movement of the hands, and it's like, right. man – you have such a different conception of what is happening right now than I do. Right. You you right. can see all of this like it's nothing. I can am just waiting to hear the cracking noise of something <laughs> hitting something, and I'm in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't like visualize it the way they do, where they can they can tell you from any angle that they're looking at or you're looking at it what to do. Can't. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that. Here's the last one. This is a. I saw. I was. I was at a. A a brewery the other day drinking a beer and looking out the window and then the uh there's some cars parked on the street very tightly together and uh one of the guy came out and got in his car to leave and he was pretty close to the car in front of him so he backed up and he gave that car behind him a real nice nice little smooch oh and uh seemed like everything was fine drove away how how often do you give that car next to you a little smooch before you get out of there I think, uh, I mean, I would say when I first lived in Chicago, like the second I had any indication, I was just like, all right, this is not the spot for me. I'm out. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I'm a little bit better. Usually like if I have a passenger with me, I'll have them help. So, 
Um, I, I feel like that it really depends on where. You, I mean, was the brewery in Chicago? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I think that's like almost the expectation. Everybody acted out like it was no big deal, and I was and like right. he sure as hell didn't get out and go make sure there was nothing going on. He was like, "Good point. I should leave faster," and they left faster. And it's like yeah. I don't think this is a hit and run. I, sometimes, I mean, we used to have bumpers on cars. That was a good idea. Maybe we should do that again. I mean, you, there's people in the city you'll see parked where they have that little, I don't know what it is, but like a little mat almost yep, they yep. unroll on the front or back of their car. I, I mean, that when I first I first moved to the city, I was like 24, 25 years old. My boss, she was almost 70, lived there her whole life, said, you know, just accept that your new car yep. is going to get dinged. Like, that's, that's how just, a lot of people yeah. feel. And I guess I'm just not from, I mean, and, and this is not even a Chicago thing. You'd see it in Minneapolis as well. I just, I feel like it's going to be more prevalent because I see it instantly here. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you, you, you're probably not supposed to touch the other cars, right? You shouldn't touch the other car. But sometimes you touch the other cars. Yeah. I yeah. try not to. I don't think I touched the other car in a long time. And when I did it before, it was an accident. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I first moved to the city, I definitely had, had a few smooches here and there. But no, I, I always felt bad about it. And I, I feel the same way. It's like it feels weird to me. But yeah, other people just doesn't even. Again, don't even that's how you it. know when to change direction. You hit the car really soft and then you go. <laughs> right. I guess your definition of really soft is plenty. Well, I think this has been a fantastic parking segment. Maybe this will be the new recurring one. Maybe maybe we'll say fuck high schools every week. How you park. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, let's do our next segment. Hey, Matt, what sauce are you bringing to the table this week? So I was thinking about this, um, and I think I'm going to do something a, like a little bit different than usual. So, I'm going to bring you a sauce. People will usually, you know, they'll bring in a sauce like, Johnny, you got to try the sauce. Johnny, this is my favorite sauce. I want to bring you a sauce dilemma that I'm having right now. Oh, I love this. So uh, so it can be a little sacrilege because I think this is one of, if not your favorite sauces. And um, just to kind of level set. So I don't like mustard. Mustard ruins anything for me. A, a burger with mustard on it, I, I can't do it. Just from the time I was young till now, you know, in my 30s. Just can't do mustard. Um, so when I was young, I didn't like honey mustard as a result. Um, but as I get older, I'm starting to find that sometimes I really like it. Sometimes I don't. Um, so I think my like my dilemma, my question to you would be what like what brands do I need to try? What like what do I need to pair it with better? Because sometimes I like like I'll, there's some there's a restaurant in Schaumburg, Illinois, that's amazing honey mustard. But then. I'll go get, you know, somewhere else, and it tastes terrible to me. Honey mustard is a weird one because I don't I don't know if other people would agree with me on this, but I think that there's two separate things. There's honey mustard, and there's honey mustard sauce. Okay. And, like, honey mustard is – you could be any sort of mustard, but then there's a honey sweetness element added to it. And then there's like a separate thing that's like intended to be like a dipping sauce. Okay. And so it could be that you really only like one of these. Now, my first thought is that honey mustard sauce, I think, tends to be more of like a sweet, tangy sauce. And the mustard flavor is really subdued. It could be you just like that flavor. And then what we think of as like a regular honey mustard, well, that's 80% mustard. You Mm -hmm. hate mustard. This is a bad fit, fit for you. So that would be the first route. Like, um, I, again, sauce aficionado. Mm-hmm. I am not allowed 
at that fancy Italian restaurant where they gave you the good stuff. But I do keep multiple kinds of honey mustard in my fridge. And I, I like to have both of those. As far as like the honey mustard sauce, uh, Sweet Baby Rice makes honey mustard that has that same looking label, just like the barbecue oh. sauce. I think you start there. If you like that, 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 yeah. that is telling. That tells you like, oh, this is, uh, I like this sort of thing. Whereas you get like a French's honey mustard or something, that's that's mustard. And it's got some sweet honey and, I mean, not mustard's tangy already, but those sure. sort of tones there. And so my, my bet is you, you like that other one. You like like, oh, I'm dipping a chicken strip into yep. this honey mustard sauce. But when I get a, uh, a sandwich at a deli and they put some honey mustard on it, that's not the shit you want. I bet, that, I bet that's the, the, the divide. And I bet if you try one of those super neon fluorescent yellow honey mustard sauces <laughs> uh you'll like that a lot better yeah no i think you nailed it i think uh it's definitely the dipping sauce that i want so yeah it's never like as a condiment like i don't want it on a sandwich yep. really so much it's definitely as a dipping sauce but i mean what would you so besides like a chicken tender what else do you like dipping like with honey mustard uh you could like uh this is a, a extremely basic one but pizza crusts in general, I think, Ooh. benefit a lot from this. It's a great idea. Um, but yeah, any any you can you can do just about anything. It's always going to be really good. And you could even you can you can cross angles here. And if that's what you like, you can put that on the sandwich. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. it's it's often going to be overpowering. But I think if you if you paired it with the right stuff, you could put it on a burger and be just fine. You wouldn't want to sub it. You wouldn't want to say like ketchup in this sauce. That's going to be way too sweet and weird but i think you could balance yeah. it in a way that you'd like um no that that makes sense and I, you know i don't want to go down this rabbit hole but um i mean i i think i would almost rather like dip like a sandwich in like the regular dipping sauce versus pouring it on it like i don't know why i just i prefer doing that i i and i don't even is that even necessarily a honey mustard take or is that just pretty much always true I think that's that's just it's, sauce it's, in general. I love that because especially then I love going back and forth between the dry bite and then the really wet bite where you just mm-hmm. slam the corner of your sandwich yep. into the thing. It's nice to be able to do both, and it, it reminds you of like what that that sauce is really adding here. You yep. appreciate it more than if it's just a little bit on everything. Man, yep. I feel like dipping into like sauce advice sauce philosophy this could be a good angle for the podcast I like that. <laughs> yeah you got sauce technique i mean i don't i don't think you need a whole spin off but yeah i, I think it, uh, it, it could it, it, hmm, weekly bonus episodes <laughs> <laughs> patreon only you can write in write or call in leave a voicemail with your sauce dilemmas hmm I do want to have a. I do want to see just like your your fan base community of like glad I got past the the parking episodes and into the sauce technique episodes. Man. I had to. Yeah, if I put the sauce thing at the top, everybody will just shut the podcast off after that. So the parking has to go at the beginning. Well, this is a dream of an episode. No edits so far. Now I don't. This is like maybe maybe we should do this like uh, Clayton Kershaw. And just end the podcast right now. We've had no edits. It's early. I'm I'm out of shape from not do out of shape in general, but out out of podcast shape. And that's let me tell you, when somebody tells you they're out of podcast shape, that's the saddest fucking thing they could ever say. <laughs> uh, 
but we we had that Clayton Kershaw thing today where it's like, no, why why try to achieve greatness when I could just be done? Mm-hmm. Foolishness. We're not going to do that, Matt. We're going to go for it. perfect Let's episode, go. totally clean, no edits. But you want to talk about a dangerous segment to go into for that? Hey, Matt, where'd you go to high school? So. <sighs> I went to high school in the Chicago Burbs. Um, so I was at Streamwood High School. Uh, for people who know the Chicago suburbs, I always say I was about a 10 minute drive from Woodfield Mall where I was. That's usually a good, like, that's everyone has at some point or another seemed like they've gone there. So I was around there. Um, yeah. And I, I, yeah, graduated there in 2006. So yeah, I'm, I'm a, few years younger than than the law school group yes that'll make you unpopular but that's okay uh so <laughs> i don't want to bring it up is uh what would you what would you estimate your what was the size of that school how many kids were in your class oh man i used to i used to know these numbers um i think i know we like we started we started with a lot like we were closer to a thousand than 500 so like, we started 700 800 kids i don't know how many actually okay. graduated but that was the size sure um, did, did you enjoy your high school experience? Yeah, I, I would say, uh, middle school, I enjoyed more. A lot of people hate middle school. I had a, a wonderful, uh, middle school for us was seventh and eighth grade. So that was a fantastic time. High school was, I would say good, but not great. Um, you're going to, you're going to kill me for saying this, but you, you knew me when I was in high school. Oh, that's weird to think about, but yes, I, I suppose yeah. that's true. I, well, I'm yeah. If you, you say you graduated in 2006, I would, I would, I would have been, like, I guess at that, like a sophomore or junior in undergrad, and right. you would have been that much younger. Yeah, yeah. I uh, so, <laughs> um, and I remember, I remember this because uh, you helped me get an A on an AP history paper I had once. Uh, the topic was Christopher Columbus, and everyone did like a generic paper on it, and I did, and, you know. I, I brought it up once and you were like, Hey, that guy's actually a horrible human being. And I said, Oh really? And I wrote my paper on that. I got an A. So there thank you, you Johnny. Yes. Um, this is, this but, is truly humiliating. Uh, <laughs> I know. I didn't, I, 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 I didn't want to bring did, it up. I don't remember. Did we do this on the last episode? Did I say, did we, uh, for the listener, I know Matt VV initially because we were both posting on a Cubs message board at the same time, mm-hmm. starting in like 2003, 2004, somewhere in there. Yep. And so uh, that, and I call him Matt VV because that was his dang name on the message board. His last name is, uh, starts with a W. And so he just did Matt VV as his username. And in my head, for Holy fucking God, the last 18 years. It's been like, yeah, that's Matt VV. I know that guy. And uh, now we play video games together on the internet. And also, uh, he, he's, he's, you might know him because he shows up at our uh, draft stuff. And he's, he's the amiable, tall, blonde guy we all like. And uh, anyway, so I, 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 did, I didn't want it to be like, oh, yeah, Johnny's out there trolling high schools, being like, y'all know about Chris. Chris Columbus, 
This guy blows. <laughs> no, it was it was a real off. It wasn't like you like helped me with my paper. It was just an offhanded comment. I was like, oh really? And that that's just the first thing I remember. So, um, by the way, that the, that's my only memory from that class. The second memory I have was my teacher told me I was cool because she overheard me saying, uh, "My new car uh, plays cassettes," and the only cassette I have in the car is uh, my dad's uh, Grand Funk Railroad cassette. <laughs> and she, I, I don't know, she was just like, "Oh, well, that means you're cool." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> Thanks. I like um, that. Like I, I got a new car. I got this car. I got a Grand Funk Railroad uh, cassette in the player, and I got some super glue, and now I'm good. It's not coming <laughs> out. I'm just going to play that one side over and over again. <laughs> I'm not getting towed or no tickets in this car either. <laughs> um, uh, Resale no, value I... just went up $11. <laughs> um uh yeah we can't tow this car it's got a grand funk railroad cassette this thing's gonna fall apart if we put our if we try this is technically a classic car so our insurance will not cover it we cannot tow this car (laughs) we'll just we'll just set it on fire for this gentleman before he comes back (laughs) um uh so so yeah to to go back to, to high school yeah i um nothing nothing super remarkable about my high school i can remember nothing super memorable you know I, I, you know, I think the one thing I think of is I had a lot of friends at other high schools. I was that guy, right. Of, I worked at target back then. And like, I had a lot of friends from other high schools that I worked with at target. So it was like, you know, I wasn't super involved with the high school itself. Uh, for the listener, please remember that the story about the Cubs message board is true. And I also (laughs) did not meet Matt by trolling targets trying to meet high school boys and shout at them about Christopher Columbus. <laughs> uh, so outside of getting, listening to Grand Funk Railroad and mm-hmm. getting A's on history papers, uh, what kind of activities did you do in, uh, in high school? Anything, um, nothing, everything? They didn't really do any activities uh, related to the high school. I wasn't in really any clubs. Um, I liked playing sports back then, but I didn't play for like I I played like summer baseball with the baseball team, but I didn't want to like I didn't join the actual team. I was you just showed up and showed them how to hit home runs. <laughs> you you yeah. want to take some notes here, boys? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. You know, I I like my I like to schedule out my summer, but cut my falls and springs you know free. No, um, yeah, I I was I always had a job in high school, so I was always you know either I was always working somewhere, so I, I never did. Never got super involved with any school activities or what have you. How come you always had a job? Um, I think it just appealed to me. I, I uh, like I was working at the the baseball fields when I was a, like a freshman, so you know it wasn't a formal job, right? I was fourteen. I was working concession or whatever else around there. Um, you get yeah. You get any? You get any gum? No, they were pretty strict about that. That blows. That was, you need to get yeah. that gum. That's that, that stuff was good. That was my, uh, that was like the big, like some of my first, like, like, I don't know what the the term is, but my first, like the big league chew costs how much now? Like I remember when I was young going, playing baseball here, it was only, you know, however much. Um, but, uh, but yeah, then I, yeah, I worked, I got a job at Target when I was 16 and I, I don't know. I just, I liked, uh, I like, you know, making money for my time. And, um, I think, uh, I'm trying to think back. Cause yeah, like I, I used to do like, I was doing data entry for some stuff, uh, so, you know, it just, it just clicked for me versus like, you know, I, I didn't want to do clubs at school or something like that. Sure. Uh, how'd you like doing that data entry stuff? Oh man. I, you know, 
One of the ones I can think of. <laughs> uh, so one of them was for a, uh, a behavioral health hospital. I, you know, I've, I've worked in healthcare uh, a lot in my life. And one of them was uh, taking handwritten surveys and like putting them into uh, Excel. So yeah, there's a lot of interesting responses on there from staff and, and such there. So that, that one I remember being that really sounds young. potentially fun. Yeah. 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 So that, that was interesting. I, I've been a, a good typist since I was very young. I, I remember, uh, you know, even in sixth grade, other kids were giving me like some of their allowance money because the school assignment was to type up papers. We couldn't handwrite them and yep. Matt knows how to type real good. So yeah, that it all kind of tied together that way. I got a data entry job, uh, during undergrad and it was like, two shifts a week i don't know three or four hours each time i found it unbearable really don't tell anyone <laughs> but one day i just stopped going and like i didn't quit and they didn't fire me i was just like i'm out is that they didn't say that i silently <laughs> said i'm out it's not a good thing to do but I did it, and they were just like, okay, you don't get paid anymore. And I was like, I don't want your fucking blood money stealing my time, my brain power. I'd walk out of there like I got punched in the head. Just to, like It was literally just numbers on this screen need to be numbers on this screen. Turn, turn. I'd sit there. I had an iPod, and I'd listen to uh, old I, – I, 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 I got a bunch of like stand-up comedy albums I downloaded – off mm -hmm. of LimeWire or something. And I remember I had like yeah. all these, I had this, this Todd Berry album that I listened to <laughs> a million times. Yeah. And I just sat there and they went, I was just like, I'm not fucking doing it anymore. I hate it. And I would leave and I'm sure it was like 2005. So I was probably getting like $6 an hour before taxes. And it's like, if that, yeah. Yeah. $11. I can go buy Honestly, in Champagne 2005, I can go buy four Jack and Cokes at the club. Not <laughs> worth it. I could have done that anyway. And so I, I, I just stopped showing up. And then uh, it was irresponsible, but it was an irresponsible time. Well, I mean, that's I mean, you were an early trendsetter because isn't isn't that a big uh, a big thing now is like, you know, the younger generation doesn't want to quit. They just want to ghost their jobs. They're just ghosting. So, yeah. you know, you were doing that before it got big. Yeah, I wouldn't do that now. I'm nice now. Uh, so it sounds like I'm still perturbed that everybody comes on here and was like, high school was pretty good or high yeah. school was great. That's like the range of opinion. You, you seem like high school was pretty good. You don't love it. sounds like you had better times before and after, but yep. you're certainly not like mad at your high school experience, right? I feel like I'm, I expect people to be mad at their high school experience. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sure if I thought about it, I could probably find some examples of like, oh, I don't like this guy or, you know, this, yeah, but, you know, I mean, this what, what period in your life can you not do that for? Though? That's <laughs> yeah, that's very like, true. Oh boy. It's great news. Now in 2022, I like everyone I ever encounter. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I will say the one thing I, I could probably say to that is I, I had people who said high school were the best four years of their lives. I've heard other people say that. And for me, you know, middle school was great those two years and college uh, was, you know, much better. So, you know, to me, it was uh, definitely, you know, one of my least favorite times as far as like compared to ever, all the other school time frames. But there's not, you know, one particular horrible thing I can think of. You know, it was sure. still OK. 
um, how do you think? Oh, let's no, let's do this. You go to prom? I did not go to prom. Did not go. To, I think you are our first straight. Didn't go to prom. Why didn't yeah. you go to prom? Kind of going back to what, too like, many you know, ladies. You felt unfair to. <laughs> like I can only take at most three of you, and I just can't <laughs> narrow it down. <laughs> My data entry job's only paying me four fifty an hour. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and, 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 yeah, too embarrassed by my grand funk is that too. I don't want them to see it on the ride over. <laughs> no, uh, one of them might try to take it. <laughs> I can't yeah. be having, I'll come out and like the whole fucking stereo is ripped out of my fucking car. Now what am I supposed to, can't even drive to school because I'm too bored. Now I'm going to be fucking dropout. This sucks. <laughs> um, no, that, uh, I, I mean, I was not a dance goer to begin with. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't feel any great, uh, urge to go. And like what I was saying earlier, you know, I was that annoying, like, oh, you know, I have a lot of friends at other high schools guy, right. Of, you know, they, a lot of my friends at the neighboring high school. So, you know, I think for a lot of people, prom is like, oh, me and my, you know, close group of friends are having our last hurrah here. Whereas not to say I didn't have friends there either. Right. But that was, um, I didn't have the, the urge to go as much. Um, yeah. I, and it was one of those things too. I had a lot of people who were like, Oh, you're going to really regret it. You're going to really regret not going. And you know, it's, is. I know. All right. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's two decades later and I, I don't really, you know, I don't feel like I missed it. Somehow anything. making it through. Right. Uh, how, how you meet all those kids at all those other schools? Mainly, mainly through work. Um, oh, that makes sense. You always had jobs and be like, hey. Right. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it was playing sports, you know, kids I grew up with. So, it, you know, it was just kind of, you know, groups would form that way. So, again, it, it wasn't like, oh, man, I, I really hate everyone in my high school. I still had friends there, still hung out with, but just kind of the way it played out. Isn't that telling, though, about how, like, different periods of our lives work? In mm -hmm. that, like, if I told you now, it's like, oh, yeah. All of my best friends, I met them all at work, and we hang out. All you're like, well, you're insane. <laughs> what a bad person you are. But like in high school, it's like, no, I found a better people than in my core group by going and hanging out with people after outside of work. Like that makes sense. Then now, psychopath material. <laughs> well, I mean, you 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 never really moved back to your high school area after college, right? Like you you were you've moved around a little bit. Yeah, I moved around a whole bunch. Yeah, that's that's another interesting thing is I you know so I've been like in the Chicago burbs a lot. I've I've lived in the city, and I think that's another thing that kind of changes your perspective a little bit on high school is when you keep running into people that you went there with. Um, so I remember like running into a guy at the gym. I used to, he went to the same high school as me and, you know, nice, nice enough guy. Not, didn't know him real well, but, uh, you know, eventually we were just talking. He's like, yeah, I'm here to make like these three girls at my 10 year high school reunion feel bad that they didn't go out with me. And, you know, like they're going to really regret it and see how great I'm doing. And I was just like, Oh my God. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Those are the people you need to have on the podcast to ask them about high school. Uh, you're dead wrong when you say I need to talk to anybody who holds an opinion like that. <laughs> Holy God, that's that that was nightmarish. Uh, you, you you go to any uh, reunions? No, no, um, did not go. There was a, a ten year reunion. Did not go to it. Um, I don't know if they have anything planned for twenty, um, but no, no, no interest. I feel like you know you keep in touch with those people if you wanted to. I'm, I'm not on social media anymore, but enough of them are that I feel like that kind of probably like it's, it's got to sour it, right? Like the whole point of seeing how people Absolutely. are doing, yeah. yeah. 
we had bizarrely had a five year reunion. Uh, and uh I was in I was I was nearby and I was like, I'll go to the five. I'm good. Then they were we had a ten and then, then like I I was living in California. But also like I was still on Facebook then and so I just like got a Facebook I got an invite to a Facebook group and I was like like if we were gonna hang out, probably could have done it, right? Right. I haven't done it. And it's, and also some of you do hang out, already doing it. Right. I'm not going to that. We, and this was like when you were in law school too? Um, well, I think that the, the timing is such. Right? So I graduated in 03. Mm-hmm. So that five-year was right before law school. Right. And then the 10-year was after law school. And uh, Did you go to that? No, I didn't go to that. No. I'm not going I, to anything. <laughs> I don't blame you. I, just, I would just be curious. Of, I don't know. Five years doesn't feel like enough you know, in that sense. Yeah, five was too short. But you right. still saw, like, people were on different tracks. There was definitely the guy there who was trying to get everybody to leave and go to a weird party out in the middle <laughs> of nowhere. And it's like, that's that's just really hard drugs. We know what that is. We know why. You, can, you oh, can't yeah. be satisfied hanging out in the bar for <laughs> half an hour. It's like, I got to go to this party in a cornfield, right? Like, we know what's up, bro. Um, oh, uh, no secondary locations. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. I shouldn't have come here. I already <laughs> fucked up once. I'm not fucking up twice. <laughs> um, I think that sounds like a, a, a good uh, encapsulation of your high school experience. Mm-hmm. Thank you for talking us through it. We've got time for just a couple more segments, but maybe the most important one is coming up next. <laughs> mystery box here we go now as a refresher in this segment i have told pat who the guest is he knows you mm-hmm. and i said he's gonna he's gonna give us two questions and then we're gonna read the first question and then we have to decide whether to discuss that or discuss the second question sight unseen and i encourage pat to try to play mind games and fuck us over however he wants. <laughs> and so we have to do one, okay. and we can only do one. Okay. And there's okay. there's only two possible. There's not a third one, right? Exactly. In, unless he did it wrong, there's only two. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, oh, he did, and also, shout out to Pat. He had, uh, uh, if you recall on the, the Babs episode, he had like literally 20 minutes notice. That was bad on my part. This time, also uh, also bad on my part. He had like an hour-ish notice, mm-hmm. uh, but he came through. I've got the email right here. He did a good job formatting it, so it's easy for me to not uh, read the second question early. Uh, nice. Excellent work, Pat. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Pat. Well, I have terrible news. Pat is fucking with us. <laughs> Prompt one. I'm just scanning. Okay. Yeah. As expected, we have two options. Prompt one is, without exaggeration, uh, doing a Pokemon-based Mad Libs. Oh no! So I get <laughs> now, now what we can, what we know to be true is that question two is awful because we he, but also we're not doing this right. 
Right. We've done. I have done Mad Libs on the podcast before, mm-hmm. and of every episode that has ever been released, it is the worst segment that ever happened. And Pat is also mocking me specifically because I did that with his wife Jen, and like I feel like she almost ended the podcast during. I was surprised she agreed to come on again. <laughs> I, I believe when I said come on, she was like. We're not doing fucking Mad Libs, right? And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, my God. So we can't do Mad Now, I like Pokemon, <laughs> but we cannot do agree. We cannot do Pokemon. I'll tell you, it is battling in a Pokemon League tournament. That's the specific subject of that. I don't think we want to do Pokemon Mad Libs, do you? I'm, I'm with you. I think we got to see what's in Mystery okay. Box, too. So Pokemon Mad Libs is out. We have no ability to return to it. Okay, so then the next one is the picture of the actual thing. So if we did do it, all the information is here, but we're not doing it. Here's what we got. What is the dumbest, colon, worst? I'm thinking that that was supposed to be a slash, Hmm. but whatever. What is the dumbest or worst TV show? That you agreed to watch for a significant other. Okay, so Pat has not fucked this at all. This is a legitimately good question. I mm-hmm. think he was maybe he thought we'd be more open to the Pokemon thing, <laughs> or maybe he just really wanted to turn the screws on how bad it was when we did the po- when I did the you didn't do the Pokemon segment. You're fine, right? But okay, so what is the dumbest slash worst TV show that you agreed to watch for a significant other? This is a really good. Uh, podcast segment mm-hmm. i have to think about it you might need a little time to think about it too. does anything immediately spring to mind for you no i i gotta think about it a little bit too um i'll continue thinking about it yeah. i definitely watched this is this is not my answer because this it's it says tv show and what i'm about to say not a tv show but uh are you familiar with the movie camp no uh, it's a really bad movie about like a music camp and they're always singing and stuff. And I knew a lady who liked that and uh, made me watch that. Boy, it's just like the worst thing imaginable. So Pat said significant other specifically. So not yep. like a, so not, not like a family member. It has to be someone you're, you're dating. I mean, you can, if you have a family member you consider not yourself insignificant, you could try to make the case. But I, th- I do think that is generally what he yeah, thinks. Yeah, that's the vibe. Um, let's see. Um, I watched a bunch. Now, this is probably isn't worse, but I had the worst time watching. I definitely watched a bunch of uh, Masterpiece Theater with a lady who thought that was great. And I don't even know why people think that's so good. What is it? Like Masterpiece Theater on uh, PBS. It's like old British plays and shit. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. And I guess like I bet most people would say like, oh, that's a very good and classy. But I just thought they sucked. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i struggling on this one a little bit. Um Oh, I, I, I feel like I feel like I could have Aaron give you some answers from me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely true. Um, I think this is going to be my answer, and this this will get some mm-hmm. pushback, not necessarily from you, but from the group in general. 
Mm-hmm. I watched a whole lot of this show with someone, and I had a bad time, and it sucked. How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. It was very rough. Pushback for me. on that from people, not from me. I never watched it, but yeah, people love that show. People love that. I like that was one where it was the exact level of decent, where I wouldn't just put my foot down and say we're not watching this. But I had a, I thought it sucked. <laughs> In, yeah, I, I mean, I guess for me, um, Aaron and her, like some of her family members, like there's some animes that they watch. So I, I haven't watched them. We watched one, uh, that I thought was fun. It was like a, a samurai one, but I do know that like if, if we're going to watch other ones, I'm probably not like that does not appeal to me. So that, that would probably be my answer, I guess. I, I, I'm just, I'm struggling with that one. Yeah. It's tough because we're both like, smart guys and we date people with taste so right. i'm sure a lot of the listeners they got a, a laundry list of these things because boy that's rude huh shouldn't say that <laughs> and that's and obviously i'm listing plenty of things that i've watched that i don't think are very good but mm-hmm. those are the things that jump out to me um can you think of any example did you see that i didn't see anything my light is getting weird and getting brighter and darker i don't care for that <laughs> Well, guy, if power surge is about to kill me, that uh, goodbye to the listener. I don't know who put this podcast out. This is released posthumously. It's getting real weird. Um, We're in our, our Clayton Kershaw perfect game here. No, all that stays in. We're fine. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. What kind of bad shit you make Aaron watch? Um. So, I mean, in the in the spirit of, I I haven't. I have I got to finish listening to the Pat's Oscar podcast, but I did take Aaron to see Licorice Pizza, which I really like. But I, you know, I don't think she disliked, but I don't think she really liked it a whole lot either. Um, I think in the future, uh, she likes you know she's a, she grew up a comic book fan like of those Marvel characters and all that. So I'm not a big Marvel movie fan. I don't hate Marvel. I don't even really dislike it. I just I'm kind of tired of it. So mm-hmm. that would probably be my future answer is I'm sure there's some Marvel movie we're going to go see that I'm going to be really bored at that. That would be my best answer. I would say. Yeah. This is the second conversation I've had with uh, someone named Matt in the last uh, five days where they said they took their lady to see licorice pizza and they liked it fine, but the lady mm-hmm. just fucking hated it. <laughs> Uh, Glad that uh, Matt liked it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that he loved it, but I. I, I it, it, that my main memory was her being like, "No." <laughs> yeah. Uh, now that you bring up Matt, though, I forgot I was going to say this earlier in the podcast, but I think uh, a couple yeah, talk of episodes... that shit. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, a couple of uh, episodes ago, uh, you had him on, and I think he brought in like a, a honey mustard. And I, I was thinking about that today of like, oh, man, like that was a missed opportunity. If if you would have put like the podcast title is Mad and Honey Mustard, like you could have just put the same title out for this one and make everyone think that you like broke it. I did check. Uh, his was Incredisauce, which I believe has a honey mustard base. Gotcha. I think your title is going to be uh, I will just I, I will just drop it as Matt because I called him just mm-hmm. Matt. That's fun. But I, th- I think yours is going to be Matt and a Sauce Dilemma. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. Uh, there's only time for one final thing for us to like. Hey, Matt VV, you got anything you'd like to plug? Yep. So um, 
I'm actually, I'm going to credit Pat a little bit for this one, but my plug is, is it's a little general, I'll give some examples, but um, finding calmer versions of something that you like, maybe a media you consume. So um, and I'm crediting Pat because uh, he sent me a bunch of music um, that is, you know, calmer. So, you know, I'm not a big music guy. So usually music for me is like a, a form of like, you know, something to, to listen to while I work out or I'm driving or something. It's a, a time waster. I'm not super into it. Um, but Pat sent me the, like the Zelda and chill, which if you have like Apple music or Spotify, that's really good. Um, they also did make a Pokemon and chill, which I'm not as big of a fan of. It's not as nostalgic for, um, but it's not, not necessarily just music, but also like video games, you know, playing a, a more relaxing video game. I, I'm sure there's a lot of movie and TV examples you can come up with, but finding something that is normally, you know, not calm and finding a calmer version of that. I've just really enjoyed like consuming those things lately. Uh, we can all use an outlet for relaxation. And this mm -hmm. sounds like a wonderful way to go about it, especially just that even if you're not tied to video game stuff, I think that like, honestly, a starting point, there's so much stuff on either YouTube or something like this, like looking specifically searching for like calm or chill versions mm -hmm. of things you like i bet you can find i bet you can find long playlists of things could be good for either work or after work mm -hmm. trying to you know get get that blood pressure back down that sounds like a great mm -hmm. way to go about stuff and work is a perfect example too of yeah you're having a stressful day and you have a half hour in between meetings and you know you need something to distract you i i will say the one <laughs> the one thing that has happened to me with work is um I'm kind of having a little bit of like a rebound or like a boomerang there of like, um, you know, I'm having a really stressful day. I got to get this report out, whatever it is. And uh, I start playing the music. My brain goes, uh oh, something bad's happening. You're listening oh, to no. the calm music. <laughs> you mu this must be this must mean we need to, you know, this this is an anxiety inducing project you're working on. Something bad's going on. You're playing the calm music. So don't don't overdo it where you, you start having those effects. Yeah, like you are at the very least recognize that you you are training your brain to react to stuff. Yep. Like I I I, I like to uh, meditate, and I have very specific music I listen to when I do, and that's the best decision I ever made because mm -hmm. like it takes me, and I, I absolutely never listen to it outside of that, and so it's mm -hmm. it's like five seconds. My brain knows like oh we are slowing down. And so if you do the same thing where it's like, I am amping up or getting ready to knock this thing out, you're, you, you, you will learn. You'll learn very quickly. Yep. Um, but that, that's still a, a thing you can use to your advantage. But if you're, you're supposed to be a chill thing, that may not be the best way to get there. Right. Nope, I agree with that approach. That's the best way to do it. Well, Matt, it's been a wonderful time. I'm so thrilled with our podcast. Uh, are you disappointed that I bungled the intro to plugs? I'm going to have to edit that. No, no, no. You didn't I mean, say anything about it in the moment, which is nice <laughs> of you. But I, and, and again, the listener will never know. But I fucked it up bad enough. I'm going to clean it up, unfortunately. Well, I, I think we're completing that Dodgers game because I think they ended up giving one hit that one of the relievers did. So we'll yeah. just talk it up to that. You're completing the metaphor. And, then, and again, hey, like, like I, we, you could, people make the argument that, uh, Clayton Kershaw had to stay in, and I think he did have to stay in, but he had to stay because he could have pitched the best game ever. If he had struck out six more batters in a row, that'd be the best game anyone's ever pitched. But you know what? He wasn't going to do that. He probably would have come back out, and the first guy would have hit a double, and that would have been it. Mm -hmm. And so, But you, you got to try, 
and it was a mistake not to. Uh, but we tried. Today wasn't our day. That's okay. We'll try next time. Best wishes in the interview.